Antibody Apparel is clothing that keeps you in mind, keeping safety and health education at the forefront of their design. Antibody Apparel is made with love by a team of creatives and healthcare professionals who believe that conveying knowledge can empower the spirit through style and positivity. Antibody Apparel is all about quality, comfort, and style we can all depend on. So whether you need to be in a virtual meeting in five minutes or the dispensary in ten, throw on some antibody gear and you're good to go. Antibody Apparel is an expression of science through art. Follow them on Instagram at Antibody Apparel or visit them online at antibodyapparel.co. Now are you ready? Yes. Jesus. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the pot smoking <laughs> cliffhanger. I'm Sunny D, along with my homegirl, Captain J. Hello, hello, hello. If you like us, please rate, subscribe, share, be friends with us on all social medias. You know the drill. I mean, if you if you rate us and leave a little review, it's just, you know, it lets other people know they're in the right place. So please... Uh, potsmokingmoms.com is the website uh, link up with us there also stay tuned we have a really nice interview with Mallory Callahan she, she's a first time author of the children's book Mary Jane and the Medicine Train and you guys actually have wanted us to talk to her so we got her on the show thanks to you guys yeah we saw her on TikTok we actually saw her and I had already reached out to her mm-hmm. and then we got like three people telling us hey this might be good for your podcast this yeah. might be good for the podcast Exactly, and she Already was did. wonderful. I loved talking to her. Yeah, she, she was, was really fun. fun. So, uh, what are you smoking today? What's on deck today? <laughs> I'm smoking a little bit of space age cake. Yeah, I have a little spaced already. Oh my god! Well, let's all get there. Let's all get to destination, Captain J. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, it's been a while since I've picked up a flower with THC that high. It's at 31%, the Space Age Cake from True Leaf. And it's pretty tasty. Man, and that's, I really like that strain. I can, I rarely find it in my neck of the woods. Yeah. Everybody's like, always like, oh, or pineapple upside down cake. I always try to look for that one. That one's good too. Mm -hmm. Any cake is usually good. Any cake. So what's up? What's going on in your neck of the woods? Nothing really, nothing crazy. We are getting um some home improvements ah, on the way. Welcome to my life. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like never ending, right? Mm. But uh, it's like our neighborhood is doing um they're painting the building. Okay. And um nice. the new colors are really nice, so I'm really excited to get new colors on the house because our house the paint has been messed up for a long time, and then the fence. So recently we got rid of a bunch of plants and stuff in the front. We're like, we have a little yard up front. And I hate when there's like too many plants growing. It's like not enough space to be used mm-hmm. for, for me, especially when you have like not that much space. You want to take advantage of everything you have. We have a small place. It's modest. It's nice, though. Less cleaning. you know. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> the front, we put our new grass down. So now nice. I feel like I'm it's finally... That adult turned into my father, like, watering the lawn. <laughs> As a kid, I'd be like, what are you doing? Why are you just Because you're watering there? the lawn because you don't have, like, sprinklers. Right, right, right. Or whatever. Like, there's certain areas you're hitting up because it needs extra TLC. Yeah. The sprinklers don't reach or whatever. Which is, like, very relaxing. But uh, <laughs> my husband got the little uh, little sprinkler uh, to put onto the yeah. hose. But it's too strong. Oh, so it goes into the neighbor's little area? Yeah, so I have to, like, kind of keep the water pressure. Yeah. So that it doesn't, like, shoot everywhere. (laughs) 
I used to love running through those when I was oh, a yeah, kid. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I was playing outside with the girls. I was like, well, whatever. They can run around. I could hose them down. Yeah. They could play in the water. My kid, I never understood. He wouldn't run through those things. I'm like, how do you not want to run through that? He hates getting water on his face and, like, in his eyes. Mm. He's very, like, anxious about that. So he only likes being in water when he has, like, goggles or protective eye oh, right. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's over, you know, he's taking care of that. <laughs> Which now, in retrospect, I used to have a pool. I used to open my eyes under water all the time. And now that I think about it, it's probably bad. I used to get red, stinging eyes by the end of the day. Uh huh. Yeah. You had, and then you'd be like that worn out of like being outside all day in the pool or like in the ocean, where you're just like that drunk off of like being out in the sun all day. I love it. It's starting to get hot enough to do that soon. That's another reason why I'm trying to take advantage of like. The outside spaces. Yeah, I'm ready to go back to the beach. I can't wait till the water is cool. Uh, not so cold. Oh yeah, get in the water. My home improvements are coming to an end. Slowly getting back to normal. Looking good. Almost there. I'm still waiting. Waiting for my damn freaking doors. I don't have a door in my office here. Yeah. I don't have a proper door in my bedroom. I don't. Johnny doesn't have a proper door in his office. The only doors we have are on the two bathrooms. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, in the three bathrooms actually, and then. Julian's room, which is good too. But damn, I've been waiting over two months for my doors. I know. At least, like you're settling in, though. You're still like, yeah, you know, you're a little more settled. It in. just holds everything up. We're almost there, almost done. But it's like, when does it really end? Never. Home ownership. I mean, when does it end? Yeah, but at least feeling like my house is normal. Yeah, but cuando no es chichas limonada, like when it's not one thing, it's another thing. Yeah. Things spring up on you all the time. It's like mm-hmm. inevitable. Yep. And you just have to figure that shit out. Oh my god! And then you, and then you have. Got oh a yeah. COVID so scare. I had a COVID scare. I don't freaking go anywhere. No. Ever. And I go into the office like once a week, and I wear my mask everywhere. And I was in a meeting with my boss, and I started the meeting with the mask, but. She wasn't wearing her mask and my coworker wasn't wearing her mask and we're sitting far enough apart. So I was like, okay, let me, I'll remove my mask. And we were sitting in there for, I don't know, a a couple hours doing a meeting. And then a few days later she tests positive and I'm like, fuck, I was in her vicinity for a couple hours. (coughs) Thank God where we were sitting, like the AC was kind of like flowing towards her instead of us. Well, but but that's why it's like still important to keep kind of wear your mask and keep your distance. At least we had enough distance where I was fine. I I went and got tested. It was super easy. So how did that? What did what did you do? Where did you go? Uh, I went to the Miami Lakes. Where did you go? Where did you come from? (laughs) Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, (laughs) uh, I went to the Miami Lakes Library. They have like a little pop up like one there that. They have, a, I guess, like a little... I just imagine somebody popping out of the books going, would you like a COVID test? I guess they set up there certain days of the week, and Friday was one of them, so it just happened to be that they were there. And I went online, and I saw that you could easily get an appointment, and I made nice. an appointment for like 5 o'clock. I immediately left the office, went straight there. I was there early, and there was no nobody there, so they saw me immediately. And I got to do the oral one at least. It was the first time I got tested. Oh, like a mouth swab? Yeah, like but she swab? shoved that shit like in the back of my throat, like uh, back there. Like, ah, yeah. I thought I was going to choke. And she's like, get your vaccine. I'm like, it's not easy. Yeah. You're like, you're like, you should have them already. Like, it would just be like, okay. <laughs> okay. Can I get my is. vaccine while I'm yeah. right here? Give it to me. <laughs> you get a COVID test and a vaccine. Doesn't that like, that's also a resourceful way of doing that. <laughs> but they would have to know how many they're going to give out on the day because you can't there's like strict protocols and like how long it could be out of certain temperatures and all that yeah but people don't have like they don't have freezers and refrigerators not that that kind of place where i went oh pop up that's right they came up it was literally the a van out, parked outside the are you captain <laughs> the Jay? library and they had like tents <laughs> set up and like whatever it was super easy and fast and i got the results the very next day yeah i figured you would and the results? Negatory. All right. I knew I was fine. It had been seven days since I had seen her, which is good because uh, you need to wait a while after exposed to make sure you get past the incubation period. So, um, and I hadn't felt anything at all, and I felt totally fine. So I was like, there's no way I have COVID and be completely 
asymptomatic. There would have to be yeah, something. Two stones to my the weed fought it off. Oh yeah, but then you wouldn't taste the weed or smell the weed or then that have yeah. No, and all the munchies that I'm eating, I would be like, I can't taste this. Yeah, but no, it was fine. Well, I'm happy that it, you were fine yeah. because if you would have had it, shit. But I my cousin had it too. and her kids got it recently, and we're supposed to be meeting up with them to go to Disney. I mean, they're they're already recovered. They'll have antibodies <laughs> from <laughs> getting it recently. So, the, right. my cousin got it first, and then then her kids got it. Scary. Yeah, but it's good to know that people are like. Be doing okay with and it. kids aren't getting vaccines yet so it's only i know available for adults so you're gonna go to disney world already uh the end of april the weekend after 420 fest oh so 420 fest we're going there april 24th we got our airbnb got our booked we got our stay booked yeah yeah uh if you're gonna be in town Sarasota, mm-hmm. April 24th. Sarasota Fairgrounds, be there or don't be there. And if you're going to be in Disney the weekend after that, <laughs> you know, hit, hit Captain up. J up. But you know what? It all boils down to this moment. You get your news from us and we steal it from the internet. <laughs> we we cite our sources. We can cite our sources. We will cite our sources. Ellen DeGeneres. This is not everywhere. This is one outlet. Ellen DeGeneres tells millions that she's tried cannabis infused tonic. So, I mean, I kind of know that she was. I mean, come on. You're a comedian. You don't do. You don't smoke weed. Cannabis. Inf- I mean, she's not smoking weed. She's drinking a tonic. Right, but they. Okay, so this is this is the clip of her talking she about it this, in her monologue. Yeah, in her monologue on the Ellen Show. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, so it started on Friday uh, in the evening around seven thirty, and uh, I had just tried one of those relaxing drinks. Um, they're called Can C A N N. I don't know if anybody's heard of this, but it's, uh, it's mostly CBD with a teeny tiny two milligrams of THC. Um, and I learned about it. Chelsea Handler told me about them. So it was only a matter of time till I was topless. <laughs> and, um, anyway, she said these things are amazing. They help you relax. So, so I'm sitting there watching TV with Portia. And Portia said, I'm not feeling well. I want to go to bed. Sorry. So, yeah. yeah. She, uh, yeah, and everybody knows Chelsea Handler is also like a stoner. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. open about her use. And she's, and exactly, this is her, she has her her hands in this. This yeah. is like her company, kind of. But, like, she, we, I kind of figured Ellen was kind of, had smoked in the past, right? Because, like, I don't know, I figure, like, co- comedians, and also there's a clip where I'm going to play now that I love. I know, I I swear we posted it some time ago, along when we first started, because I thought the clip was genius. Yeah, it's the clip's from Harrelson. 2019. Yeah, it was Woody Harrelson. Oh, my God, I love him. And this is them talking about weed. I heard that a lot of your castmates um, are saying that it's dangerous to smoke the marijuana that you travel with because it's very, very strong. Now, see, this whole group of people has become prejudiced against me. No. They're never going to invite no. me over. No. no, I, you know, I... Oh, uh, you'll just show up, believe me. I, <laughs> I, I would I've show up. I've had a lot of people uh, say that, yeah? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you don't want to half-step, you know? Right. Well, um, I imagine yours is quite strong, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't smoke the marijuana. I don't, I don't enjoy it. Uh, no, I never have. Really? No. Don't, don't so. get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm high on life, man. High on life. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, bitch, I've smoked with yeah, you. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, exactly. I think that's uh-huh. what happened there. That's why he was like, so, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. So she she won't admit on camera that she's uh, smoked, but she did just say she drank this 
kind of bit confused. I mean, she goes on to say that it just made her sleepy. Yeah, because then she took some sleepy stuff to go to sleep and yeah. then whatever happens. But yeah. <clears throat> but that was basically the gist of anything about that. She doesn't go on any further much about it. It was probably a plug for her friends. I think too. so. I think it was. Because maybe she oh, it's maybe she's had a bad experience in the past. And so she, uh, she doesn't really do it very often. And if she two does milligrams two of milligrams THC. of THC, which what's like that's th- all you need when you're not a like consumer or normal consumer of cannabis. Like at all at all, though. Yeah. Like my sister can take a small little bite of a 10 milligram uh, gummy. Just eat like a corner of it. So what's that? Like two and a half. Jeez. Two like I if wish. she ate a quarter of one, oh a quarter God. of one of the ten milligrams. That's yeah. two and a half milligrams. Yeah, and she was I good. mean, I wish lightweight. That's what happens yeah. when you don't smoke or you yeah. cannabis. You don't oh, need too. much. Yeah. When you're on the one doobie on the doobie scale, oh, doobie scale, <laughs> doobie scale strikes again. Oh, yeah. So, Ellen, yeah, she's lying. I think she smokes. Yeah, I think she does, too. She's just trying to be all wholesome. Right. Because of the stigmas. I mean, stigmas. the stigmas. <laughs> I mean, after the other stigma of how, what a bitch she is to work for. Yeah, that shit. She needs a little bit of can, abyss. Yeah. In her life. <laughs> be a little nicer to people. Yeah. I wonder how much of all that is true. Especially when she preaches about being kind. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I people and and two though. Sometimes I'm celebrities sure have true. to do drastic things to cut back on the extra bullshit. Because imagine how many people she has to see a day. She probably hates that job after so many years of doing it. Yeah, she's just over it. She's overperforming for everybody. I mean, it probably could be. Didn't she stop dancing? Oh, I don't know when she stopped dancing. Yeah, because, you know, she would always, like, start the show with her dancing, and then uh-huh. she kind of felt obligated to always dance. Well, she sounds in this last clip kind of, like, defeated a little bit. I don't know. She sounded a little nervous. Like, uh, anybody heard of, of cannabis before? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I feel like she was so nervous to say anything. Yeah, she's like, oh, my God, I want to say that I drank <laughs> this cannabis drink. <laughs> I'm going to admit to this on camera. Yeah. Two milligrams of THC. Two, you know, two measly old pew <laughs> milligrams of THC. Oh. And she has to say THC because she ain't there say fucking cannabis or weed or whatever. She said it's mostly CBD with two milligrams of THC. Right. A little, little, just a little sprinkle, just a little spice. Little, <laughs> a little pew, a little <laughs> of THC. <laughs> So you know who's getting THC next? Oh my on god! On adult use legal basis, New York. Congratulations, New York! Yay! So the governor and many uh, New York lawmakers reached an agreement on cannabis legalization. With an upcoming vote, legal adult use cannabis in New York is closer than ever. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and state lawmakers have reached an agreement to legalize the use of marijuana by adults and establish regulations for commercial cannabis production and sales. State legislators are expected to vote on the bill on Tuesday. Today's Wednesday, so that must have happened yesterday. We are recording this Monday. Monday. (laughs) In time for provisions of the measure to be incorporated into the state budget on April 1st. Under the new measure, measure... Senate Bill S-854A, penalties for possession of less than three ounces of cannabis would be eliminated. Home cultivation would also be legalized. Yay! With adults 21 and older permitted to grow three mature and three immature cannabis plants and a cap of six mature and six immature plants per household. Ooh, kill them. Nice. The bill also allows for expungement of past marijuana offenses. Yes. No longer illegal under the measure. Yay. Yay. These are all good things. Cuomo said in a statement announcing the agreement with lawmakers for generations, too many New Yorkers have been unfairly penalized for the use and sale of adult use cannabis, arbitrarily arrested and jailed with harsh mandatory minimum sentences. After years of tireless advocacy and extraordinarily hard work, that time is coming to an end in New York State. Legalizing adult use cannabis isn't just about creating a new market that will provide jobs and benefit the economy. 
It's also about justice for long marginalized communities and ensuring those who've been unfairly penalized in the past will now get a chance to benefit, he added. I look forward to signing this legislation into law. Woo! So, with the law comes new regulations and taxes. The bill also establishes the state of cannabis management to implement regulations for adult-use cannabis, medical marijuana, and cannabinoid-rich hemp. The new agency would license cannabis producers, processors, distributors, retailers, and other businesses in the industry. The measure also expands... New York's medical marijuana program and authorizes research into the medicinal use of cannabis. It establishes a 9% state tax on retail sales with another 4% local tax to be shared by county and municipal governments. Local governments would be permitted to opt out of hosting licensed retailers and cannabis consumption lounges. State cannabis taxes collected would use will be used to implement and regulate the program with the remainder dedicated to education, community reinvestment grants, and drug treatment and public education. Nice. Yeah, that's good things. State Senator Liz Kruger, a sponsor of the bill in the Senate, said, I'm very proud that we finally have a three-way agreed bill to legalize adult-use cannabis in a way that foregrounds racial justice while balancing safety with economic growth encouraging new small businesses and significantly diminishing the illegal market. My goal in carrying this legislation has always been to end racially disparate, disparate, am I saying that right? Disparate, yeah. Disparate enforcement of marijuana prohibition that has taken such a toll on co- communities of color across our state and to use the economic windfall of legalization to help heal and repair those same communities. I believe we've achieved that in this bill, as well as addressing the concerns and input of stakeholders across the board. With the agreement between Cuomo and legislative leaders, the bill is expected to be approved by the New York legislature, where Democrats hold a veto-proof majority in both houses. The law would go into effect immediately, although retail cannabis sales would not begin until regulations for the new industry have been drafted and put into place. Wow. Finally, New York. I, I know that New York has felt like this has been a long time coming for them. They're like, how has it not been legal there yet? I always think of that one SNL skit where everybody's smoking inside their house. Like, and they all want to come out and like smoke with each other. But then they're like, oh, that's right. We can't do this outside. No, you're not supposed to. Yeah. Oh, my God. So this next story is pretty awesome. So the Flaming Lips, uh, Wayne Coyne, uh, launches a cannabis brand. Oh, we're not surprised by Love that. Your Brain Edibles will make their debut on 420 at the Flaming Lips' latest Space Bubble concert. Oh Have you God. seen these Space Bubble concerts? We looked it up when we were last together. I, yeah, I had told you I had seen it because I follow him on my personal Instagram, and I saw him post this picture, and everybody in the band is in one of his bubbles. Okay, if you know the Flaming Lips, you know that it's his thing that he always gets in a space bubble, and he goes out on right, the audience. And he does, like, crowd surfing. Yeah, and, in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. But now, because of COVID, right. everybody in the band is in one, and, and everybody in the audience. All the concert goers are in, like, their couples, or their three their people, group or their whatever. groups, or yeah. whatever, is in a bubble. It looks so crazy. It looks super trippy. Like, it's perfect. Yeah, I, I would love should. to go to one of those shows. But it's only happening in his uh, home state of California, uh, California Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they'll be launching the Cannabis Edibles line and it'll be the debut in the next concert that they're doing. Uh, the tagline is Cannabis for Creative Humans. <laughs> Love Your Brain brand and custom products is named after the song from 1987's Oh My God. The first offerings will be 100 milligrams and 250 milligram brain shaped oh gummies. My God. Available in this watermelon, sure. green apple and raspberry flavors. Uh, select Oklahoma medical marijuana dispensaries will be having them. And according to the play, to the press release, Love Your Brain was created to to use cannabis and other plant-based tools in a powerful and positive way t- to help people. So it sounds like there's going to be a wider range of products in the plants other mm. than, I guess, just cannabis. The gummies will make their debut at the Flaming Lips Next Bubble concert, which we wish we can go to. Says to take place once again at Oklahoma City's The Criterion on April 20th. It will mark their 10th bubble gig, and they'll be celebrating with more than just chewable cannabis. The band will perform their most recent album, 2020's American Head, in full for the very first time. 
Tickets go on sale March 26th at 10 a.m. at the Criterion's website. So if you guys are in Oklahoma and you love the Flaming Lips, oh, my God, tag us. And if you go, please tag us. Oh, my God. I wish we could go. We could live vicariously through <laughs> you. Oh, my they, God. If somebody can go. Stories. Yeah, I know. If, if we could check out if they do a live stream. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be wonderful. In other news... Brevard County School Board fires teacher for medical marijuana use. Another one. Another one in Florida. <sighs> this is ridiculous. That was really long. Sorry. You got to leave that going for a long time. <laughs> Just let it roll. So a Florida teacher has been fired. All right, guys. All right. All right. We get it. All right. <laughs> Settle down. A Florida teacher has been fired for using medical marijuana again. The Brevard County School Board voted three to two on Tuesday to terminate Allison Enright from her position at Space Coast Junior Senior High School, Florida Today uh, reported. Brevard County is located on Florida's (laughs) Atlantic Coast, east of Orlando. Sorry, I had a, you know, from the weed. explain yourself <laughs> you laughed don't explain yourself I medical know. marijuana is legal in florida but federal regulations continue to categorize cannabis as a schedule one controlled substance like heroin lsd and ecstasy the school district must be drug-free workplace to receive certain federal grants right. and that means that the district can't allow teachers to use marijuana yeah. so this keeps happening mm-hmm. school boards keeps you know, firing teachers for getting caught. Yeah. The school district adopted a policy in 2019 allowing students to use medical marijuana, but the policy didn't address teachers. God, Jesus. If anything, <laughs> it would benefit the teachers a lot. Enright disclosed her medical marijuana use when she took a drug test after an injury at work. Another Usually workers they comp. get you. Another, workers, yeah, comp. workers comp will fuck you every single time, you guys. Don't take the drug test. Um, she said she, didn't. she disclosed her medical marijuana use when she took a drug test after her injury at work. She said she didn't realize that her medication violated the district's policy, which says teachers can't use illegal drugs without specifically mentioning marijuana prescri- prescribed by a doctor. This I, I don't like that, that she said this. She says, I want to make it clear. I don't do drugs. Enright said during Tuesday's meeting, she said, I don't smoke pot. I don't get high. So she says she takes a pill containing THC, the psychoactive compound in marijuana, twice a day before taking medical marijuana. She said she took opioids for several health conditions causing pain and weakness. All board members expressed regret at having to discuss Enright's termination, but the majority ultimately upheld the school district's recommendation to fire her. Board Chair Misty Belford, who voted in favor of termination, said she would like to see the policy updated to prevent a similar situation from happening again. Do you think that she does really smoke, maybe, and she just said that, that it's a pill? I honestly, I feel like... Because she was trying to save her job. Because she's trying to save her job. I, I, I guess, I guess. But at that point, when your job is basically saying you broke the rules, like... You broke the rules. So I don't know. I just feel like, yes, I get that she was trying to save herself. But at the same time, or maybe like, she really it's doesn't smoke. Like she's and it's still just... pulling that stigma in of like, like, why? Like, fuck you guys. Okay, fine. You guys want to fire me based on that fucking speci- specific part of the policy? Well, then you're, you're, you're just to do so. That's it. Why do I have to even explain myself or be like trying to excuse myself of that? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Because it's like maybe she point, is you, a person that's stigmatized by it and only like recently started using it and only uses it. In capsule but at form. this point, you know, you're going to get fired. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she's you think she's playing dumb. She says she didn't know. I mean, I can understand how you would drug. how you would hope to ex- escape the loophole. Right. Yeah. Because ultimately, like, yeah. It's it's illegal. Illegal drugs is she has a card. It's how federally can it be? It's illegal. Federally, right. That's how it's illegal. I guess they could say it's federally illegal, but it, it's legal here because <laughs> you have your card. Right. And it's it's just so stupid. It's ass backwards. It really it, it, no it, it does suck. But I I am like man, it, it sucks because 
it, it in turn makes her say that, which in turn kind of continues. To- I don't know. I low key think she does smoke, and she just said that to try to like save herself. I know, but it goes to show you, like, what the like, yeah. So she's trying to what? Oh, I don't, I don't smoke pot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah just to clarify, just reinforcing just the to, whole. And it, exactly, it's like kind of like I get why she's saying it, and I feel bad that she even has to do Ugh. that. But like. I don't like no. If you if you're ready to, if they're about to fire you and it's even up for debate, I do not need to clear explain myself. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Let's let's try to do something to avoid this from happening. Yeah. Because this is helpful. This is doesn't impair people. It keeps happening. So, but then but- again, Speaking of stigmas, keeping stigmas and alive, perpetuating the propaganda, our douchebag Florida representative Spencer Roach, freaking, he's a cockroach. Yeah, not mm-hmm. the good roaches, like weed roaches. I know he's a freaking cockroach. He tweets incites an opinion piece written in the New York Post back in August of twenty nineteen, and that's what I that what that's what I thought was crazy because I did look this up. Yeah, I, I was like, you were gonna- why did he? Yeah, I went into the article and I was like, what the fuck? This is like a really old article. Why is he even, even bringing this, there. resurrecting this from the dead? And this is what it says. The link, this is his tweet. The link between pot and mass shootings may be closer than we think. And then the the, the name of the article is the link between pot and mass shootings may be closer than Yeah, he just think. basically said the title of the, of the thing. But this is just a ridiculous opinion piece written. There's no... Yeah, this is like saying, "Oh, we've studied the, <laughs> we've studied the mass shooters, and we've all realized they've been drinking can coke." We, can we cite everybody? If you you got to drink Pepsi now, facts. not Coke, because you, that's causes more mass. Your post is a piece of shit. I mean, it's kind of like one of for those. Post for they are right. like sensationalist. The New York Post is kind of very sensationalist, uh, yeah. like reporting. Because I mean, it is a very, it's a very opi- it's an read, opinion. Piece. I honestly didn't really read the article because I saw it and I was like, "This is stupid." But did you read the article? I read, I skimmed it, and it was. But because you were they like citing examples from- of actual mass shooters that were all like high on weed or something. So, it's really it's stupid because the article says that they were on had mental issues. Okay, generally, duh, they all do right. You have but to have some past to do drug things. use is marijuana. Oh, because they had some past drug use. Oh, yeah, that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> that means nothing. Right? There were a, a lot of them were also taking like psychotic, antipsychotic medications and shit like that. That could really like depends oh. if you what you do, what you mix, and this and that. So it's like it's so. It's such a generalization. It's so ridiculous. Oh, the, they were all drinking water. All of these mass <laughs> shooters were drinking water, have drank water. Surely there's something in the water. Oh, my God. It's just generalizations. And, the, and it's, it's, yeah, one-sided reporting. It's ridiculous. With no I got so angry when research. I saw that tweet. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, anyways. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Uh, so we're really, really excited that you've made it this far. We want you to um, enjoy this next little interview with Mallory Callahan. She's the author of Mary Jane and the Medicine Train. She's a stay-at-home pandemic mom, a small business owner, and this is the first time she is uh, becoming an author. This is the first time she writes a book. She normalized medical cannabis around her children so well she wanted to write a book for other guardians to explain their use. We're so happy uh, about the conversation we had with her. We hope you enjoy. Here it is. That's the truth. How many kids <laughs> do you have? Um, I have two kids. I have a six-year-old and an eight-year-old, both boys. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. And you're staying home <laughs> because of the pandemic or you've always been a stay-at-home mom? Um, so yeah, I've always been a stay at home mom. I'm kind of like a hustler. I have my, like my entrepreneurship. I have, I, I, um, excuse me. I have a RC social solutions where I'm a virtual assistant and I manage like five other, um, virtual assistants underneath me. 
And then I have my credit restoration business. And then kind of writing was like something that me and my kids, I was like, oh, wow, there's a need for this. There's not really anything out there. Let's do it. Entrepreneurial way. So not really an author in a way. I I guess I am now, but. So how did you, how did you walk into that? Like, how did you come up with the idea to create a children's book dedicated to educating your children about uh, cannabis? So I already educate my kids on cannabis. It's just like kind of a part of our daily life. Um, But what I kind of saw was a lot of my friends who were starting to have kids, they like kind of hid it from their children. And they always thought it was like super weird that like my kids are like, mom, go take your medicine. Like you're off. I can tell like, go take your med. You know what I mean? Like, that's so weird to them. And I'm like, it shouldn't be weird. Like, you know, like when I was younger, I used to tell my mom, like, why don't you go like relax and have like a, like some wine or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty much what they're telling me, except they don't realize that's my medicine. So that's kind of how I got into it. The more and more we looked up stuff, like what it helps with, I was like, wow, you know, from what I see online being an adult, it's not as much as what I was, what I was actually finding. And I was just like, wow, there's so much more out there that if I personally have to do all of this work, like I know that most of the people aren't going to do all of this work. Like they're going to be like, this is why I use it. And then that's it. And then move on. You know what I mean? I wanted to help parents explain the, the wide variety. So I'm really excited. <laughs> Sorry. And then you said you were, you, did you play around with writing or I, this was something that you said? It was just, yeah, I was just like, I had notebooks just like, written down of all things that like cannabis helped with and I was like crap I could put this in a fucking book like all together and then I was like wait a minute and then one time I was one night I was really high thank you <laughs> and then I was really high and I was trying to think of like what I could be able to like call it right so I had it like all mapped out but I was like shit what are we even gonna do with all of this and I was like why don't I call it, like my mom's medicine is like a plant and then I was like, well, not everyone has a parent. Like, not everyone has a mom. And I was like, okay, guardian. I was like, damn, not everyone has a guardian. Like, what if they're older? And I was like, Mary Jane. And then I was like, oh, no, what did I see? Um, Magic School Bus on Netflix. I saw it. And Dang. I was like, what about like a Mary Jane? And then I was like, oh, Mary Jane in the medicine train. And I like ran in the other room. It. Right there, yeah, that quick. A, yeah, that's a really good. <laughs> I wrote it down before like, 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 flying different boards. <laughs> yeah, man. I called my mom. I was like, "Mom, I'm writing this book. This is the like." She was like, "You're crazy. No one's gonna want this." That's awesome. And your mom's yeah. very supportive of uh, your use of cannabis medicine. Um, my mom is now. Yes, she is okay with it. When I first um, started using cannabis, when my my boys were younger, she was very much against it. She'd always be like, "Oh, oh, were you, were you too high to remember that?" And like, Ugh, I hate no, those I comments. Have, no, I have bad memory before I started smoking. Like, hello, like you know what I mean? Like, come on, don't you can't just say it's all from smoking. Is it okay if we? Smoke? Yes, yeah. let's smoke. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> So when did you actually start using cannabis? 
you said that growing up, you kind of uh, judged others for doing it. So at what age did you start? And I why? started um, smoking around 22 years That's old. a good age. Yeah. So um, I was already out of college and everything. So, and I, I actually didn't even start smoking until after I had my first son. So it was after I got, so I'm actually in the book, right? So obviously I made the book. So I'm also Mary <laughs> Jane based off of Mary Jane. She's my glasses and everything, but I'm also a character. Samantha is my best friend. I used her name in the book and um, I have postpartum depression and I lived in of recreational state, I was able to get like a, like, you should try medical cannabis instead of, you know, instead of anxiety medication. And I was like, you know what? All right, cool. So me and my husband went out, we got our medical card and it has been amazing. And we've been able to open it up to like other people, like his mother uses it now as well. And she was able to get off like eight. So. Wow. Yeah. So about seven years. Off eight medications. Yeah, she got off eight medications. Yeah, That's- she was like really on like high uh, pain pills and everything because she has like rheumatoid arthritis. Yes, um, and then she's. I've been God, telling my mom. That I don't even know how to say. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even gonna try and say <laughs> it. But she has so much things wrong with her. But she does like dabs and she does all. You know, she has everything. She has like the tablets, the uh, oil. She does the lotion. So it's like there's so many different things out. I just so. Yeah, right. Is she in the book? <laughs> She's not. And I didn't even think about that. So the book is actually seven books. Okay. So what I am putting out right now is the first book. And uh, essentially, she goes to eight different states in the United States. Um, but at the end, she will have traveled to all states. And so we'll go over like 52 to 65 things that it helps with. So she'll be in the next one. <laughs> So you said that, was it your doctor that recommended the medical cannabis to you? Yes. Yeah. I was in a um, a medical state, so they're they're real, well, recreational, but they were medically then, and it was just so, like, they were offering it to everyone. She was like, well, why don't you try it? You know, it it is new. We have the opportunity. Like, would you rather do this? Um, And that that also brings to another fact, we live in America, and our insurance sucks. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't afford medication. Like I was able to get my card and then go to a dispensary and get like a small amount, but also find someone, a caregiver on the side. So mm-hmm. it was it was easier for me to medicate. Whereas if I had to go and get anxiety medication from CVS, it would have cost me like three hundred dollars because I didn't have insurance after I had my baby. So that's just like a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The insurance here is. They're the whole reason it's it's the prices are astronomical astronomical in the hospitals to begin with. It's insane. It's crazy I wish that you, it could figure it could, that out. you can go bankrupt just having a yeah, baby. Yeah, that's an, that's crazy. It's right. just ridiculous. Exactly. So, so in in the book, do you talk about the different ways cannabis is used, and do you touch on smoking at all? So in the book, we don't talk about how you would take your medicine. So I wanted to steer clear of that just because I felt like there was a really big stigma around that. Mm -hmm. Um, So you'll be able to see some little things in the book, in the background, like there'll be like a joint lit, but it won't, it won't actually talk about how you use it. It only talk about the benefits of it um, and what it helps with. And then we'll also go over some of um, the problems that some people go through. So in the first book, we actually go to an illegal state. So like, that's the last place that we visit. We visit at night. Like it's, it's sketchy kind of, you know, in a way, yeah. but it's like, it talks to a, we talk to an old man who, who can't afford to move out of state to a recreational state. So he has to be really quiet about it. And then it helps with, you know, his pain management and it helps with his, you know, other stuff. I won't get into it too much, but it's like, it's sad. So it talks about how, you know, we are the future and we're changing the laws. And if we can change it, you know, and then it says at the end, you know, maybe you can, um, you know, look over to your parent and ask them, do they use medical cannabis? What, what does it help them with? You know, what does it help them with? So it kind of opens the conversation as well. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's fantastic yeah. to look at it from both angles <clears throat> because there has been, um, people moving to legal states for exactly that reason because of the fact that living in an illegal state they're not able to get the medicine they need so people have gone to colorado or california and those different legal states it's so expensive here and well i know in in taxachusetts 
Yeah. Everything is so expensive <laughs> here. And I can only imagine how it is over there. Yeah. So, and that's, and that's where it takes place in the Pacific coast. So, so, um, where can people find your book? Um, so our Kickstarter is actually open until the end of this month. Um, unfortunately, I don't believe we're going to make the full amount. So we're going to actually restart it on April 1st. Okay. Um, and we're March 31st was supposed to be the last distributor and like did numbers. This is my first time doing this, but I kind of made it too high. <laughs> so it's going to be like one third of the amount uh, that we're fundraising now. So next month we'll be fundraising for 4,000, uh, to be able to self-publish and then we'll have them, um, in July. So if you go to my bio in my, um, what is it? My TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Where we <laughs> found you. My bio, my TikTok, subpar houseway. <laughs> So um, I, I know that you got a lot of attention from the, I already did it. Oh my God. Already did it. That's, <laughs> that's TikTok. That is where we saw you. And I know many yes. other people saw you. In addition to us seeing you, we got your TikTok sent to us. By a lot by, of our listeners. By a couple of our listeners. Yeah. And we were like, already did it. Because <laughs> we had already booked you. We had already talked to you. So, so funny. we that hope so uh, funny. we get the word out. We do. Um, that's good that we, people have a little more time because we thought the day that this episode was going to air was going to be the, the last, last day, day they had the chance to um, sign on your kick, Kickstarter. Yes. So that's kind of good because we get like a little over 100 listeners uh, the first day. But, you know, as the, the show goes on. The, as right. it's there, more people listen. So, so April first, yes. we start a new one. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Yes. Thank <laughs> well, how you. did you? I'm as, excited. So, how did you? How did you approach the subject? I know that you had said that you kind of you you would educate your children about it as you went along, but how did you approach the subject? Like, how did you kind of educate your children on with them? Yeah. Um. So it started off. At a small age, I mean, they were probably around two or three when I started being, when they were starting to be able to sit down in the living room and watch TV and me be outside behind the door smoking. Um, so it kind of started off there where I'd be like, hey, you know, you can't move. Mama's going to go take her medicine. Like mommy's right there. You can't come outside, but but no, mommy's watching you, right? So it, it moved on to that. And then they started asking questions. Mom, why does this smell? What does it help with? You know what I mean? Uh, why are people so against it? Or why can't we talk about it? So they would ask questions and I'd be like, you know what? That's a great idea. And I would answer them truthfully. And if I didn't know the answer, we would look it up together. Um, and my, my older son, he's very analytical. He likes to like, you tell him to read the word, like read the room. And he's like, there's no words on the wall, mom. What are you talking about? Like, oh, you're one of those. Okay. Um, so like, that's why I did the glossary at the end as well. Um, so because of him, so it breaks down and it tells you what it is. So how you get lupus, um, you know, cause so lupus is in it. Um, so it, it, so it would break down how you get it, the age you get it, you know, like, um, and all of the different, <clears throat> all of the different information that would go with it. So, I mean, that's pretty much how I brought it up because they, they love asking me questions and I know kids, that's all kids do is ask mm-hmm, questions. Mm-hmm. So that yeah questions. yeah we like to hear how every parent ha- approaches yeah. their education with their kids because um hers are kind of small so that they're not really noticing that much yet well well your now, bigger one is starting to. starting to um but as soon as my son just asked what is that i was open and honest with him about it and i don't want to hide things and i he just he knows um it's a plant it's my medicine it's for adults that need it you know or people that need it and um, he had the same kind of questions and you just, just be honest. It's the only way we're going to destigmatize it is if we normalize it and talk to our family about it. Yeah. If we're shady and uh, hiding it, exactly. It. It's, it's like, like you know. why are you hiding that? It's right. not like if right. I was uh, like Danielle said the other day on our, on the, the other podcast that we had, she's like, if you're having a glass of wine and your kid walks in the room, you're not going to be like, Oh yeah. You right. know, you're not going to be like, Oh my God. And hide the glass of wine. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm using this right now. You have to wait. You can't come in or I'll be right there. Right. right. 
Exactly. Yes. I love being open about it. And, and it's so weird too, because there's, and then there's also like the other side of people who are, um, you know, just finding out about medical cannabis when their kids are older and have already gone through the DARE program. Um, or I don't know if you guys even have the DARE mm-hmm. program anymore. Oh. <laughs> It's a, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, um, for example, uh, my cousin, she had ovarian cancer. She's in remission now, but this was about two years ago and her son was 11 and she got medical cannabis because of chemo and everything. And her son wouldn't talk to her for like a week and a half. Oh my! Because he had just finished it, he had just gone over everything. Like they they have cops in their family, and they've always talked about how bad it was. But now it's completely different because now it's helping his mom. And and it was like the, his dad had to go and, and pretty much do exactly what I did, and and see and and Google how it's helping the mom, and like be like, this is helping your mom, you know, to be able to eat, be able to function. You know what I mean? She wants to be around for you. Like, do you not want your mom around? And finally, like he understood it, and I'm like, wow, this could even help patients, you know, explain it to their older children or even their older family, uh, just because, you know, it all is, it doesn't really talk about, actually it doesn't talk about at all smoking. So it's like, that's the part that people are always so stigmatized around, but if we're only talking about education, that's funny. They really need to modify the information in the DARE program about oh. cannabis. Like really? Come on. How are they still educating God, and that? And that must be so hard to like have him, have Your them kid had just, you. they just drilled all this shit into his head and then turn around and have to like face his mom who's using it because like, yes, it is doing her lots of help, you know? Mm-hmm. It's insane. It's quality I, you know, of life. It's hard to like. It's it's not easy to destigmatize just because you have to undo all those years of misinformation and just negative like stigmas, and it's hard. Like I I had came out to my mom about it not that long ago uh, because I had already we had already been doing the podcast for a while, and she knew <laughs> we had a podcast. She knew it was about parenting. She just didn't know about the weed part. And uh, and I had come, I had uh, opened up with my sister and she had kind of accepted it in like a good way. Um, And then I was like, all right, I felt bad because I wanted to tell my mom. And then when I told her, God, it was so I regretted it immediately. It was so fucking awful. But, you know, I kind of said, hey, I really want to be honest with you. And I and I would I would think that, you know, how responsible I am and how intelligent I am and how I got my shit together. I've been smoking this whole time. Like you shouldn't be fucking judging me now because I said this to you because yeah, because essentially nothing is new. I just revealed some more information. Like, so I think she kind of understood that. Hey, uh, which it was, we lose internet. Oh, did we? Oh, she, I think we froze for her. She's frozen, but I can hear her. Like her image is frozen. Mallory, can you hear us? Please frame. Oh, oh, they just kick everybody out. My internet's fully loaded. <laughs> My internet's fully loaded. Hello? Yeah. Okay, we're uh, back. <laughs> you look so confused. <laughs> oh my god, did we lose internet? <laughs> it happens sometimes. Internet fucks with you. Yeah. Technology. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's not your fault. Okay. All right. So go on. You immediately regretted it. Yeah, I totally regretted it. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, I I had to kind of be like, listen, I really want to be honest with you. And you already under you already know that I am a responsible parent. You already seen me. You know, I'm smart. You know, I got my shit together. Like, why is this? Right. She was Why? smoking the whole time. Yeah, I, told her, I was like, I've been smoking this whole time. The whole like, listen, yeah, listen, there ain't nothing new. I, like, I'm just right. telling it to you. I'm just sharing it with you now. So maybe you should be okay with me sharing it so that I can keep sharing stuff with you. Because, But then she started asking questions, right? Yeah, she started kind of asking questions. She was still judgy, man, because then like the, ne- the following day, a couple weeks. Yeah, she still kind of does the slight comments. Like, what was it that your mom had said? Like, oh, oh, is it you forget things because of uh, right. weed? Why don't you go smoke yeah. another one? Yeah, okay. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly the shit I was getting from her. And it was kind of like, look, mm-hmm. you know, we I, I think she had established with me, you know, how sometimes parents are so, so strict that their that their kids rebel crazy because 
I mean, they have no choice. They have to fucking rebel. Yep. So she, uh, the way that I was brought up was kind of like, it was a more relaxed environment. It was, it was, you know, uh, it was, she was conserved. They were conservative, but it was kind of like, they understood the idea of like, we want our children to be open with us. At least mm-hmm. that's how they, it felt for me. So I, so I kind of say, well, like you want me to be open with you. All right. So we need to be, this is me. The cool yeah. with us. And it even took you until you were a mom yourself to even come out to her, even if she was relaxed, even then, you know, I mean, that, that I feel crazy. like she, I, I see some of the anxiousness that I get in her and you know how <laughs> somebody had said recently, like, Oh, um, anxiety is contagious. And I was like, right about it. I'm like, yeah, it fucking is contagious. It fucking is. Yes. And then I see her and how anxious she gets. And I'm like, oh my God, this is why I get frustrated so easily with everything. Like you should smoke weed lady. You know, mm-hmm. you should start, yeah. you should turn her on with a little bit of edibles, like I small think, doses. I th- I think we got to get her, this. get her Ratio some of the little the true CBC. gels. No, I think the chocolates might. It, or some, oh, or some started with Delta A. Be like, mom, this is legal. I was going to say, you don't, you don't want to give her too much. <laughs> this is legal. Guy. You could buy this like right there without your card. Like it's legal, mom. And it, it just, it comes from the plant. I feel like, and it's then a different like, version of the plant. She's like too much. <laughs> and then, then you draw her in with the CBD and Delta A. And then give I her a little like, THC. Yeah. There's like, the, ah. listen, there's no amounts of CBD. There. Yeah. <laughs> this lady's going to need a dad, bro. <laughs> Nah, there's no mo- there's not enough CBD in the world to make this lady less anxious. It's funny that you say uh, about it took you so long to tell your mom. Like I've talked about my dad. My dad still doesn't know that I smoke. Like he knows that I wrote this book, but like we've never like talked about it. Like never addressed husband. it formally. We've never formally. yeah, it's never been talked about. Like when he smokes and my husband smokes and like when he comes over, he'll like bring like a, a blunt and like they'll smoke and then I won't because I have the kids. But like, so it's never like been, but like, I'm petrified to tell him. And it's so weird because I'm a grown oh, adult. My yeah. own kids, I own my own And house. he's smoking. And he's smoking. So why are you afraid? You need to talk to your dad and then we need to get back, get you back on the podcast to tell us how it went. So petrified. Like I, he hasn't even seen my Kickstarter because I actually talk about smoking in the Kickstarter. Like I, I, he's not <laughs> so it's it's a real thing i'm working towards it myself so it's a personal battle for me as well. it takes a while yeah yeah i didn't want to tell my dad either i was outed by somebody else to my dad first my husband did it to me to be a dick and then uh then i didn't tell him about the podcast and then one of my sister's friends accidentally said it to him because my parents are cool my dad and my stepmom are really cool and he's they're usually cool with our friends and stuff so they were at my sister's house for a barbecue and one of the friends there was like oh it's cool what Jessica's doing with the podcast and uh they're like what podcast <laughs> <laughs> What podcast? And it got told, yeah, and that's how they found out. And then now they're totally cool. They're like, okay. We record at their house. Her dad wants to get in on the TikToks (laughs) and all that shit. We're like, dad, 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 come on, come on. That's too funny. Oh, my God. I don't think it would ever be like that. Yeah, but your dad smokes. Yeah, Yeah, but I know. My dad doesn't. I would be so interested in knowing what your dad says because he smokes, too. I'm sure he'll be totally cool with it. Well, so he's so negative about it. So he's the one that says like, oh, you How's... shouldn't tell your kids about it. Like uh, if you're lazy, like he's had a job his whole life. But like the way that he looks at other people, it's like, damn, you are stigmatizing like your own people. Like you are one of us. And he still like has such a problem with. So I think that's the reason why. Like he always talks down about people. Internalized. But, it's internalized. Right, from... But it's like my husband. My husband's a general manager. You know what I mean? Like he's had a job for a long time. We have our own house. Like we're we're not successful, but like we're decent. Like, we're maybe he's. Dream. I think it's a a dad thing to like be afraid to break the fourth wall with your children. Sometimes maybe. You think? Yeah, but, but I, he'll I smoke with her like husband. Macho, right. Like, I'm sh- Harley got, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, like I don't know how to do it. No, I, I, yeah, I completely, <laughs> I can see him. Yes. I understand completely. But I think that, especially 
that. Well, I feel like moms too, just because sometimes, you know, denial is a very powerful thing. So, oh. you know, so sometimes you don't want to, I don't know. I think it just be, creates a barrier for communication when it comes to, you know, speaking with your parents. I mean, especially I think our gener- our, our parents' generation. I'll never yeah. tell my abuela. You'll never tell me. <laughs> She don't need to know that shit. She doesn't. She's so conservative and she's viejita. I know. Oh, she, no reason to break her heart. <laughs> uh, maybe she want. Maybe she be like. She oh. could probably use it though. Yeah. She'd be like, hey, can, I, can you hook my abuela up? Well, my tia just moved in with her and my tia smokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, see. So, <laughs> tia always smokes. Happen. The tias always <laughs> smoke, bro. Right? I don't know why. They always smoke. <laughs> Uh, so is there anything else you want to tell us about the book? Um, it's amazing. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I'm sure. Could you read um, a little okay, part so of it? Or no? I wanted to, the, the one of the main things that I tried to do was I tried to use women that use cannabis um, in my book, right? So, or, or with my book. So obviously I do it. My illustrator is from Oregon. She's a medical cannabis user as well, woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my editor is also a woman, a mom who uses medical cannabis as well. So it was like, awesome. I just wanted to make sure everyone knew about the empowerment. <laughs> how did you link up with them were you friends are you friends with them um so funny through facebook groups chronic marketplace i don't know if you guys have ever heard that it's just like yeah it's just a facebook group where stoners who have like handmade things do it yourself um and they just sell it on there and i pretty much posted on there that i had wrote a children's book and i was looking for someone and every i had like 200 inquiries and i just really vibe with her like we this poor woman she I like drew like stick figures trying to like put together and like she understood it we like were on zoom we smoked together that's like, awesome I vibe oh it was amazing I like I was it was blissful I love it and then it, same thing happened with the editor as well so it was like it's my love project so please please back it and if you work for a dispensary please let me know because I really want these to be in dispensaries that's <laughs> Awesome. I love that. That's my main goal. That's actually my main goal is to get into dispensaries, though. Living in a legal, completely legal adult use state, um, do you have a lot of other mom friends that use cannabis? Um, Because we see a lot of moms that we meet online all saying that they don't have that kind of... No. Um, I, I met and there's like a group that I'm in. I've found one person around me and she lives like 40 minutes. And then on TikTok, there's like some in New England, but it's like top of New Hampshire and Maine and I'm in the middle of mass. So it's like, everyone's over in California and Oklahoma and everything. So, but there's, we don't really have anyone out here or I don't. Damn, man. You don't see any other moms walking into the dispensary. The They're all day, hiding. I had this some no. lady went into a dispensary with, uh, um, it's medical here. So medical dispensary, but she was coming out uh, with a stroller with a kid. And I was like, hey, here's my sticker. We have a podcast. I think it's right up your alley. <laughs> like, Okay, I can't say I don't have any friends. I have one friend who I met from my kid's school, from my son in kindergarten. And um, they went over for a play date and he like went in their room to go like play Fortnite. And he was like, hey, my mom also has that base. <laughs> I was like, oh you smoke bud too that's cool that's so no, funny that when your kid outs you to the other stoner yeah. mom <laughs> I was, like, in that's kitchen, great talking like i had oh my god he ran out mom the vase <laughs> you guys have something in common yay and i, I was that. like oh my god shut up <laughs> she's my really good friend now Katie. <laughs> do you find that it's hard to like find other moms that smoke or like yeah Definitely. Um, I feel like so many people are afraid to talk about it. So it's, it's really hard unless you're like, Hey, I smoke weed, you know, do you, or do you medicate? Like I, I've never met other than that one person. I've never met anyone else. And the only reason you met is because your son. Outed. my son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love Thank that. God he did that because like, I have no, I'm my husband. Can't, Makes play dates husband. a lot more fun. <laughs> yes exactly and then exactly now we hang out with her all the time and we smoke and 
It's amazing. I love it. But I, that's it. All my other friends, they don't smoke or they don't have either they smoke or they don't have kids or they don't smoke and they have kids. So it's always either or. So we stay home a lot and yeah. I smoke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's what we're all doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're in a panorama. So, <laughs> right. I mean, a pandemic. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so used to calling that around my kids. <laughs> All right, and you can find her TikToks at Subpar Housewife. She's really funny, very relatable. I love her energy, and you can support her book on Kickstarter. She's restarting it. Um, so we yeah, can today all... was supposed to be the deadline, but she's restarting it um, tomorrow, the first. Yeah. So I think she's halfway there right now, as of right now. Fantastic. And I really like the concept of the book. You know, visiting the different states and then the illegal state at the end. Cool. Yeah, it's amazing. It's also another way, another resource to have to educate your kids on cannabis. So let's all support her. Um, also, thank you for supporting us in whatever way you do. We are so grateful for you. Even just making it this far into our podcast, we appreciate you so much. Hey, thank you so much uh, to all of our patrons. Uh, thank you for, to Yanni Reyes, Destiny Adams, Lauren Hadsel, Jesse Reyes, Christy Rodriguez, April Collins, Terry Grimsley, our newest uh, patron, Shelby Gleckler, and Antibody Apparel. Thanks for being the first company to believe in us so much to get a spot on our show. Oh, yes. I know. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there and have have a great day. Bye. Bye. I understand Jack. I ran out of juice there at the end. I feel like that. <laughs>